with people, doing for people, it's going to bring you joy. It feels good to give your unique and prestigious selves a slip every now and then and confess your membership in this unwieldy collective called the human race. There will always be folks hard-selling you the life of the few. The private schools, private planes, private islands, private life. They're trying to convince you that hell is other people. Don't believe it. Talking about a revolution Or maybe just a change of mind Working on my constitution I began to realize I've been doing wrong forever Trouble was my favorite game Breaking hearts I thought was so clever But I'm the one who got her playing I never could see it coming, no I never could feel it till it's coming to Michigan but since my mom was starting a business and this was at a time where Michigan was pretty much at like the height of its decline you know um and when it comes to Detroit the Detroit area so it just wasn't a great place as much as we would have loved to go back it wasn't a great place for my mom to be starting a business um and the Dallas area was booming at the time and so and I was um in my sophomore year of high school and also this area had a great school system and I have a younger brother and sister so they decided to move to Frisco this town that they heard was like rapidly growing and we had visited a couple times you know to go shopping um in the Dallas area because Wichita Falls where we were just it was so small it didn't have anything you know it was basically like a football stadium and a high school <laughs> and um we outsourced for the shopping so they were they were kind of familiar with this area but anyways it was a great move I I liked finishing high school here, had a lot of great opportunities. Um, and yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. You grew up in Texas, so born and raised? No, 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 no. So my dad was in the Air Force and I was actually born in Mississippi. But when people are like, oh, where are you from? It's always a confusing question for me to of answer. Course, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, ah, I'm like, what? I don't want to like give you this long story. But... It's like, what place do you call home, I guess? It's probably a better question. Yeah, yeah. And even for that, it's like Texas has very much become a place that I would call a home. But for the longest time, I was in this denial because, I mean, I, I always want to I want to claim Michigan. You know, I'm really proud of Michigan because that's where my dad's from. And he has a really big family. And so every summer for as long as I can remember, I was in Michigan, you know, and we we cheer for all Detroit teams. I have a lot of Detroit pride because my family, you know, has a lot of Detroit pride. Yeah, of all the places I've lived, I've spent the most time in Texas and my parents are still here. 
you know? So Texas has definitely become home. I have a lot of, I already had a lot of love for Texas, but I would, I would try to call Michigan more of home, you know, but now I'm just like, yeah, Texas, Texas is home. (laughs) What are some of the differences? I've actually never been to Michigan. So like, what were some of the, I guess, like when you came to Texas after Michigan, what was some of the the Mm -hmm. culture shocks of that move? Okay. Well, I know, I know this is already like, I'm, I can be kind of confusing with the places because the thing is, so I, I moved, when I moved from Mississippi, we went to Germany. And so I actually never had my own home in Michigan. I've just, it's been, it's, yeah, it's been one of the most consistent places in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I have, my dad's a child of eight and we're all, I'm really close to his side of the family. And so it's the most consistent place in my life, but it's been only vacation going to Michigan. You know what I mean? But I will say that, okay, so before I moved to Texas, I was living in Las Vegas and I was young, you know, when I, when I first moved to Texas, I, I have experienced some culture shock, but for the most part, I was, I was moving during times where I was young and impressionable, you know? So I was constantly adapting to every atmosphere that I got situated in because of my dad, you know? Did the moving around sort of feel like the norm? Yeah, I got really used to it because we would move. I would say we wouldn't stay anywhere for any longer than four years. That's why Texas was kind of unique in that we moved. I moved to a couple different cities in Texas, you know? So yeah, I would say every four years or so, I'm kind of like trained or accustomed to, okay, it's time to go. And like even in New York, New York being my favorite place that I've lived of anywhere I've gone. Now I'm approaching this like fourth year in New York and I can kind of feel it in my blood. The travel it's bug, so bizarre. Right? Yeah. I'm like starting to get restless and I'm like, okay, well maybe I want to move to California. But I've, I've been saying since I, you know, touched down in New York, like, oh, like this is it for me. This is going to be where I live for the rest of my life, you know? So feeling that kind of restlessness coming on when I would say that actually it's taken me this long, as much as I've liked it in New York, it's taken me this long to really get settled though and feel like I have a solid foundation and I'm not just kind of crawling to the finish line every month um, when it comes to paying bills. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I'm now that things have been going pretty good for about a year and I'm feeling that urge to move and I'm like, no, 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 like maybe I should stay here longer than the four year mark, you know, but yeah, it became the norm and it it was, it was hard for, um, the, in, in terms of the aspect of like leaving, I'm a, I'm a people person. And so I would, you know, develop these friendships pretty quickly with people. And I, I would really grow attached, you know, to these friendships, knowing that I would have to start over, you know? Uh, and, damn. Right. And so regardless, though, when that time would come, I would be so dramatic, like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> I don't want to leave, <laughs> like, <laughs> these people. Like, <laughs> but it's not the first time I've done this, so but I it, catch you guys on FaceTime. <laughs> yes, yes. And also, too, that being said, every time I move, I am like, I forget about the people. Like, I still, I have not stayed in touch. It's like... <laughs> And then the new people I meet, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys like are, you my, are best my people. Friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're in it for life. <laughs> That's beautiful though. At least whenever you travel around, you know you have some people to reconnect with, you know, and you already have yeah. that basis. Zim and yeah. I, not too long ago, we were talking to um our friend Isatu, and mm-hmm. it was a similar situation. Like every few years she was just moving around a lot so she never really found the opportunity to really call a place home mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that adaptability ended up really working i mean towards her benefit so i see that's a good thing 
Yeah, yeah. I would say that growing up, and I'm sure, you know, this is pretty relatable for people in, you know, different categories, but growing up, I thought it was so hard. I hated leaving. I hated starting over. But now being in the place where I'm at, I I recognize so many aspects of my personality that I like. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm pretty positive I got that from having to move around, having to adapt, having to start over so many times. So I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for it. And also too, now that I'm older, not to put down human relationships, you know, but Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm saying that I haven't really stayed in touch with people from um, my, the old towns I lived in being able. So now in retrospect, it's like, so you got to see so much of the world and you know, it, 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 I, I'm so thankful that I got to travel so much and that I got to live in so many different places and experience so many different cultures. Cause at the end of the day, it, it wasn't really a huge loss when it comes to had, having to start over with relationships, you know? No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really interesting relationship to have with, I guess, the concept of home. Cause I feel like a lot of times, or I've had a lot of conversations with folks um, who are on the flip end of that conversation where it's like, they've been in one place for so long that they want, they have the urge to leave, but mm-hmm. they don't really know if they can, or like, there's like a hesitation to actually, you know, step out and make that move. Whereas on, on your end, you're talking about, you know, you're coming up on your fourth year in New York and now there's a sense of restlessness. So it's really interesting hearing, hearing that side of it um, and how it was kind of <laughs> shaped by like moving around, you know, as you were growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And cause even, you know, for people in Texas that like, I, I feel like one of the most frequently asked questions that I was getting after I moved to New York, you know, are people coming to me and just genuinely being like, Hey, like, you know, how, how have you, how has your transition been, you know, into moving to somewhere like New York? Like, them saying like it takes a lot of bravery or you know courage and they want to do something similar and I'm just like oh man like I feel like I can't even claim bravery and courage because I had no fear really moving to New York. I mean I you know like I I'm like trying to think about what I'm saying right now because I don't want to say that I didn't have any fear if I if I'm like trying to think about what I did fear but I I don't really remember fearing anything. I just remember it being really exciting and I was ready to go. I was ready to leave Texas, you know. I was actually like dying to go to New York. So That's once real. I got there, I was relieved and so happy and I just kind of hit the ground running, you know? What do you think some of the um the traits you carry with you or the traits that you brought from each city that still hold true to this day? Of course, like the adaptability, um, mm-hmm. being able to pick up relationships and connect with people. Mm-hmm. What do you, I guess like... Um, yeah. I don't know um, if that was a well, question or more of a statement, <laughs> but I think, you know, I think you know what I mean. I do. I think so. I mean, well, the thing that immediately came to mind, I don't know if I'm going to answer it you know, correctly, but the thing that came to mind with you saying that was that I think that on one hand, um, as I was growing up, I was like, oh, wow, you know, yeah, all this moving around has made me someone who is extremely adaptable. You know, I being a people person, like every time I would move to a different place, my first thing, my first survival instinct was, okay, you have to make friends. Like who is going to be your friends? And I was just so thankful for anyone who was going to be accepting of me, you know? And so I found that I would adapt so much to the different groups of people that, you know, I was like, okay, I want to be friends with these people. And so uh, like, luckily I was outgoing, you know, but I find Mm -hmm. that I would adapt so much to the point where I kind of like chameleoned to um, a lot of different, like the people, the atmospheres or the cultures that I was being put into, almost to a flaw though, you know? So I would say that the trait that I've carried and then had to kind of evolve 
was getting to a point where, which New York helped me a lot with, a lot, a lot, is really being able to be myself and get more in touch with, okay, but who am I aside from trying to fit in with people constantly, you know? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And so New York, you know, I think the first time I visited New York was when I was 16. And then my sister moved there before me um, because she was going to school out there. And so I would go visit her. And every time I went back to New York, it was like I had this energy or a different type of energy that I've had from the other places I've lived, you know, and I loved the diversity and the culture there, which is something that, you know, New York is prided on. But it definitely resonated with me, you know, because I'm like, most of the towns that I grew up in also too, I've been lucky to where I've usually been greeted, you know, pretty warmly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say like, it wasn't until my sophomore year of high school that I really faced, you know, the first time where it was like actually challenging to make friends. Before then, it was always like, oh, there's a new girl, you know, and like, everyone was really excited because I was always being put in these small towns. And but that being said, what I was trying to get at with that was that growing up and being lucky enough to where people, yes, were nice. And like, I made friends pretty easily. What I didn't realize until moving to New York was um, how much diversity I was lacking in the towns that I lived in, you know, like whether or not that was Germany or Las Vegas, you know, Texas, Mississippi. I never lived in places where there were a lot of like Asian people, you know, I'm half Korean. And the Korean side of my family, my mom's side, uh, they all live in Korea still, for the most part, we have one other family that moved out here kind of recently. And my mom is also from a big family. She's a child of seven. And Jeez, I thought I'm a child of I'm one of six, and I thought that was a lot. Oh wow! So, but that's a lot, yeah. though. For our generation, that's a lot. It is. It, I feel like I feel like it. yeah, we're in the we're in the two or three kid generation. Yeah, we squat <laughs> you know? up. When, when we used to go to the movie theaters, we used to we used to take up the whole row. <laughs> 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 or getting out the car, it's like a clown car. It's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's how my mom and dad described yeah their childhood for sure. Everybody fitting into like the station wagon, you know. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so diversity, New York. New York New York is great for that reason in terms of like I realize, you know, it's because New York is very come as you are and you know, I feel like for the most part individuality is really celebrated and everybody's from somewhere, you know, you have a lot of transplants. And so for once it was like I was in a place where I just feel like I completely fit in without having to try. You know, because yeah, other and, people are doing similar are in similar situations. Right? Yeah, yeah. And no one it doesn't seem like people want you to try to chameleon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to be like everybody else to not be weird. No, that makes sense. Sometimes like the beauty of um getting to a new place and knowing that there's that sense of confusion, like, oh, am I gonna fit in with this group? Like, what am I gonna do tomorrow? Like next week, who are gonna be my friends? Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna eat lunch with myself? Like, once you realize <laughs> like that moment of confusion or chaos is not going to last forever, it makes everything much more beautiful too. Because then you, oh, yeah. because then after you realize, like, okay, one to two months from now, like I'm going to be in my routine, like everything's going to seem like the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In New York, I was definitely able to skip over all of that. When I was talking about like Texas, my sophomore year of high school being my hardest move, it's like just you talking about, oh, am I going to eat lunch by myself? Yeah. Texas, uh, removing to Frisco was just a different ball game. You know, I was sad to be leaving my last city because I had already like built some good roots there you know it's sophomore year of high school in the middle of it Mm -hmm. and but yeah even though I was sad I'm like okay I've done this enough times by this time in my life yeah it's like you know what to expect I'm yeah I know what to expect or so I thought 
And, um, but Frisco was different because, um, it was the first city that I moved to that was actually large, you know, and it had a, a lot of people. And also it's funny because, um, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, a lot of people know about Frisco. Like they know there's like Frisco has this reputation about it. On one hand, it's great because, and I, I really do have so much love for this city, you know, because it's given me it gave me a lot of opportunities because the cities I'd lived in before were so small that the school systems didn't have what Frisco had going on here. You know, like when I first got here, I mean, I was a part of the TV broadcast station, you know, our high school mm -hmm. had, yeah, my old high school didn't have that. You know, the arts program here was really big and I, I got to do a lot of creative things that like in terms of video production and that's all the stuff I do now, you know? So I'm like, I'm so thankful that I was put in this atmosphere. But at the same time, yeah, making friends was different than it had been before because people were really clicky. Frisco's kind of known, like the reputation I'm referring to is they're kind of known for an air of pretension. And yeah, people just weren't nice to me at first. You know, I had, and that was a shock to me. I was like, wait, you don't like me? Like, you know, <laughs> so I'm coming up myself every single city, every single town. Like, what do you mean you don't like yeah. me? Yeah. I'm like, no one cared. Like I was saying, the other towns are small. So when you have a new person, that's the excitement. Right. Yeah, so I was yeah, used yeah. to this kind of like, I, I had a wrong idea of what it meant to be a new per the new person. Then I come here, no one cares. Like everyone, there's so many new people here. It was like a thriving city. And yeah, people were just really rude, like really clicky. And the oh yeah, so my first day of lunch though. So now things are not going as planned. I was on the basketball team too. My old, my old basketball team, we were like a family. Everyone was so tight. I come here, everyone's like, it was more competitive, you know, and they're like, oh, there's a new person. It, it wasn't, I was not welcome with open arms. And then um, I, my first day, I'm in this huge cafeteria. It looks like, uh, to me, I was like, wow, this is the cafeterias you see on like the TV shows, you know? And I, yeah, I remember coming out of the lunch line and it just occurred to me for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, you did not prepare. Like you don't have anyone to sit with. Like, where do I, I was just, I was just standing there and I was looking around the cafeteria at all the tables. And like, I saw just like an one empty spot at a table and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go there, you know? And just and see so what was, happens. Yes. I started walking and I somehow tripped oh. and I, I know. And I dropped my tray and all my food, whatever, my milk carton went everywhere. <laughs> what so sorry no one's gonna pay attention to me as a new kid oh no they're gone oh, <laughs> they no. don't pay attention yeah. now <laughs> everyone was looking at me it's like the way that the cafeteria was set up you come out the lunch line you're in the middle of the cafeteria yeah. and like all the tables are like surrounded. i know yeah. and then luckily though luckily though there was some girls on the basketball team like the really nice ones like the like i don't know anyway so they were like they're like oh like you know hey like come sit with us and i was like okay, like I'm going to come right now. Like, I don't even remember if I had to clean up what was on the floor. I don't know if I just went <laughs> straight to them. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so it took me a while when I moved to Frisco to find who I was going to be friends with. And yeah, that, that took a second. That's real. Well, since we've referred to you as the new student a few times, I feel like we should pause for a second, do some proper introductions. So what's up, y'all? Welcome back to You Free, uh, the Comedian Podcast. You got Azim on the line, Eric as always. And who are we speaking with? Hey guys, it's Natalie. Now, do I say my whole name? <laughs> I mean, at first they're going to continue, oh, the new girl, and then now they know Natalie, which is good. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the new girl, Natalie. And you said that you also have been doing like film production recently, right? Well, I, I did more film production. I was more involved um, in the on the in the video scene when I was mm -hmm. younger. So the college years and like post grad years. 
Um, I'm 28 now, so it's been a while, and I've mostly focused on photography now. Um, as I was kind of saying earlier to you guys, my I've gotten more of a solid footing in New York now, and because of that, and and, and so my income is has been mostly on you know photography and social media management. Um, and photography came out of my love for cinematography. So the plan was always to, you know, I wanted gotcha. to work in film and television. Yeah. And um, I was in my last year of school here in Texas. And, you know, Instagram was becoming what it is right now. And um, so just being a visual person and being social, you know, like I'm just a very social person. So when Instagram came on the scene, I was like, oh, this is the app for me. I love that mm-hmm. it's a yeah, a visual a medium. And, um, and I, so I was, I was on Instagram pretty quickly and just sharing what came naturally to me, you know, and just having fun with the app. And, um, then my audience, the audience I have now, I really like built it all when I was still in Texas. And then, um, I had somebody that reached out to me in New York through Instagram because I was, you know, doing food reviews and everything out in the Dallas area. And she was a reporter in New York who was starting her own social media company. And the focus for the company was she had most of her clients were going to be restaurants on the New York scene. Oh, and so and she well. had, yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy how it all worked out or how quickly I moved to New York because of that. Because she at the time was doing uh, she was a reporter for NBC New York and she was doing all beauty and lifestyle stuff. But her real passion was food. And so she wanted to do food spots for them, but they were like, no, like your beauty and lifestyle, you know? And so she started her own food blog. And because of the connections, you know, and the voice that she already had, her following grew really quickly. And she established a really great online presence um, in the food blogger world. So yeah, so she decides to start her own social media agency. It was, I, I always felt really lucky with how she reached out to me or how, you know, we built a relationship because it was, you know, pretty random. Um, she reached out to me on um, Instagram because of one of the articles I had recently published to my website. And she was just like, hey, I like your work and, you know, I would like to collaborate with you. Essentially saying that, you know, she comes to Dallas kind of often um, for her news team. And then, you know, maybe we could meet up. And at first I was like, I was at my mom's work at the time. And I, you know, I'm like, okay, who is this lady? Like, I'm gonna go check her out. And her bio is like, you know, like NBC New York reporter and she has all these followers. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, why would she want to work with me? You know, so I'm like Googling her, like trying to make sure she's a real person. And um, in my Googling, I found that she was Korean. And I was like, oh, maybe she like, because I'm half Korean, she kind of like saw a little of herself in me or something. I, I didn't know. I didn't know how to justify it, you know? So, but I responded back to her and I was like, um, my sister was already in New York, you know, at school. And I just had this feeling, my instinct was like, oh, well, maybe it would be more opportune if I came to visit her in New York rather than having her like come to Dallas. And so I was just like, well, I'm, you know, going to be visiting my sister soon because she's out there. So maybe we could meet in New York instead. And she was like, yeah, like sure thing. Let me know when you're coming out here and we'll schedule something. So then I go to New York over the summer and she was like, bring your camera, like meet me at this restaurant. And it just kind of was an impromptu interview is what happened, you know? And so I took some pictures of, you know, her food and helped her put together photos for, you know, her blog post or whatever it was at the time. And we really hit it off. Like we got along really well. I really liked her a lot. And so then I come back to Texas and she calls me one day and she was just like, 
hey, I'm starting this social media agency. Would you be willing to move to New York and kind of be like my right hand man? And I was like, yeah. And I moved out there within two months. Damn, yeah. So, so natural. Then, it, yeah. It went, it really happened very naturally. And then um, I worked for her for a year and I learned a lot. And um, unfortunately, her business went under after that year. She had a lot going on too, though. You know, she was still involved in um, a lot of on camera stuff. She was doing more acting now, like outside of reporting. And she was doing really well. And so, yeah, her company went under and kind of quickly, I was, you know, at the beginning of 2018 without a job, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then I was just like, okay, I'm going to apply for other places. But in the meantime, I have to make some money somehow. So I'm just going to post an ad on Instagram saying, Hey, if you need pictures, I'm your girl. (laughs) And, um, it really just went from there. I got so busy taking people's photos because that's the thing about New York. Everyone needs pictures, you know. Everyone like, does. Everyone needs pictures, exactly. Because I've had, you know, people at the time were like, oh, you should move back to Texas. You know, like maybe this is the time to move back to Texas. And I mean, every, no no part of me, that wasn't an option, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, especially based off your previous travels, like, you know, like, you've oh, always yeah. been going for, yeah, new city. Mm-hmm. And I mean, New York had given me so much positive energy and I was really growing and evolving. I feel like personality wise, like in ways that I didn't know that I needed to grow, you know, or that would benefit me so much. Like it was just like I'd said earlier about chameleoning to every different atmosphere that I was in. It was, it felt so good to be, cause I, although I was chameleoning a lot, I've always had, you know, a pretty strong sense of identity or like, you know, I, I, I've stayed pretty true to myself, but you're always kind of battling the norm, you know, or I'm adapting to the norm. Um, so in New York, I just, I don't know, I felt really free and liberated because I didn't, I felt like people really just appreciated my personality as is, you know, like Mm -hmm. even like how I want to dress or like how I want to show up. It's just, I didn't ever feel like people were giving me this like backhanded compliment of like, Oh, like Natalie, you're so weird. You know? Yeah, like, or, or even if you want to cry on a train, like no one's even going to pay attention. Like they'll let you rock. Oh my God. Wait, that's so true. <laughs> that's <just> so true. <laughs> you go about your mm-hmm. day. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like, I'm like walking around the city, like crying, talking on the phone, like yelling too, like, you know, and you're just, yeah. and then I'm like, yeah, and like no part of me feels like, ooh, like I really need to reel it in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. One thing I think is dope too is like, you know, you talk about being a people person and, and also understanding yourself, which is a really big step to developing these genuine relationships. But I feel like that also kind of comes through in your creativity too, in the sense of like, mm-hmm. if you're taking photos of someone and you have a genuine re- relationship with them, you know, that's obviously going to lead to doper you know, doper work. Yes. 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 Like, right. Actually, that's something I love about being a photographer because yeah, I am a people person and that really comes through in this relationship. And that's not something that I knew when I was going into photography. Cause you know, like I was saying, like it was always video, video, video before, but you know, posting on Instagram saying, Hey, who needs pictures? And then that leading into like the bulk of my career, I for the first time was like, I, I really didn't know what I was doing when I was, you know, offering people like, okay, portraiture, you know, like I'm going to do portraiture, but I would be in these situations with people where they, and I, I mean, I've been taking photos of people for fun, like since I was younger, you know, and, but taking it seriously for the first time, 
I was, you know, getting client feedback was, oh, I'm usually not good on camera, but I feel so comfortable with you. And then, so then I started building um, a consistent clientele from people because, you know, they only want to take pictures with me, you know, because they feel they're, they're telling me like, oh, I, I feel my best like with you, you know, and that really being a people person and like, I'm a Leo, like I love to feel love. <laughs> it really gave me this motivation to be like, wow, I think I love photography, you know, like I love making people feel good. I love knowing that people feel good about themselves or, you know, love the pictures that they're getting. You know, I love like I'm on camera too and I know how it feels to love a picture of yourself, you know, like, and so I just, I, I love being able to capture people the way I see them. Another way I've been really lucky with photography is that a lot of my clients are now my friends, you know? And so, yeah, that goes into like loving to show people how I see them. I just feel like I'm like, there, these are a lot of these people are people that I genuinely do have a love for, you know? And so I'm like, yeah, I know exactly how to capture you. Or like, I know exactly how to make you look so good. And like, look at this picture. Like, don't you look amazing? Like, I, I, I'm a hype man, you know? You know their best, you know their best side by default, regardless. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, photography, um, it's a different form of storytelling. And I've just always been a storyteller. And yeah, like we've been touching on a people lover. So it is it is a really um, unique way to bond with people. Just kidding.